What are you what are you saying to him to intimidate him? So I'm just gonna point at Serenda and his friend and be like, You want this to happen to you? You have a chance to run away. Make the right choice. Awesome. Make your coercion <laughs> check uh, against his discipline. So it's just the one purple die. Don't forget your boost die that you got from Tarask. Did you have any advantages on your role, Serenda? Uh, yes, I had two advantages. Okay. Uh, do you want to, I guess I should ask what you'd like to do with those. I'll just uh, add another boost. Uh, uh, it makes sense to pass another boost die to uh, Deo. Uh, Perfect. For, to aid in this intimidation. Right. So you're going to get a second blue die added on there, Deo? Okay. So in theory, you should ace this well. Now that I yeah. said that. <laughs> yeah, way to jinx us. Narrator, narrator voice. I you somehow rolled well. seven dark side points. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no, two successes and five advantages. Ah, uh, perfect. He looks around, looks at his companions who are unconscious or running away, and he just, I'm not getting paid enough for this. Tosses his blaster and his little vibro knife at you and just says, can I just go that way? And he's pointing back towards the village where you were. I don't get paid enough for this. Go ahead. He's, he's walking away. You notice he's a little bit of an older human and he just mumbles something about, I'm too old for this. Finally, a sensible one. Yes. <laughs> and you guys all can cross the bridge. We've got to be getting close. Yeah. Keep going to the temple. Deo, you've got to learn that that maneuver is never going to work. It will work one day and then it'll be great. One day Your it's going to weather weary facade is needs some work. And well, that's why I have to keep practicing. I have to keep trying so it can get good. Try use a big doo doo next time and see if that works any better. Well, as long as the rest of you have my back, even if I screw it up, it doesn't matter. We always will. Here are your um, macro binoculars, by the way. Oh, thank you. I, I, I will use them. Can I see anything between us and the temple? Um, as you guys are walking across the bridge, the temple seems even larger as you're walking closer to it. Its stone arches and pillars are all crowned with snow, but a broad stone plaza uh, before the entrance is lit and warmed by the, the sunlight. Dazing in the sunlight is a small, small pack of four native predators. These are large, four-legged mammals with very powerful jaws and fangs. One stirs in its sleep, jostling for a second, and suddenly there's a snarling, spitting, roaring, and crunch of bones and blood. Now there are only three of these creatures. Clearly, these animals have been driven mad by the dark side of the force. Getting past them will be your next test, the guardian whispers in your ear. All right, Dale. <laughs> I'm not going to do the old man joke yeah, this old, time. Old man, weather weary. I think it's take two. Can we try to just calm them or, or help them be cleansed of this dark side presence? Could we work together on that somehow? I'm willing to give it a shot. By the power of our four dark force powers combined. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, mechanically, like, could, could. we try some sort of meditation or, or group focus and, and try to either keep them asleep or help them not be dark side angry kind of stuff. 
Let's roll a perception check. Let's start with that. So do it. Everybody that wants to make an average perception check. And averages two purple. Two purples. Yep. Two successes, two threats. Okay. Two successes. Okay. One success, two advantage. One success. All right. As you guys all are studying and you begin to kind of meditate, the feeling of the dark side is so overwhelming. You realize and you kind of see in their eyes as these creatures, there's no real intelligence left. It's just a primal hunger. That's all that's left in there. You do see, though, with that primal hunger that they've become very kind of tunnel vision. So their senses are very kind of focused only on what's more or less directly in front of them. So they're they're not doing your typical kind of predator. um, Think of these almost as like giant wolves. They're not sniffing around. They're not perking their ears up, listening for things. They're just looking to eat something. There is that guy we chopped his leg off, right? Sure. There's there's some dead people. I'm, what if what if I pick him up with the force and be like, oh, here's a snack. You ready? Boom. And throw it that way. The opposite way that we want to go. <laughs> that would work. That would, uh, if you want to do that, then that would give you some uh, boost dice to make a stealth check to sneak past him. I want to do that. Yeah. Roll your uh, force powers there. Ayo makes the worst choices. Well, I got a light side. <laughs> Suddenly, Perfect. I got a light side. Perfect. Luckily for the players, there's no uh, morality chart in this module. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like we were, we're failing that part of the of the uh, force. It's more implied. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, subtextual. For those that have never played the system uh, in this game, if you are a force user, you have a morality, and the GM can start giving you conflict points as you do things that may not be so nice. And at the end of a session, you roll a D10 and you subtract the number of conflict points you have, which lowers your morality or ups it. In this case, I would normally say, ah, oh, that's, that's some conflict, but it's not in the module. So throw the dead food over there. Uh, do I have to roll again to pick up the no, body? Just, okay. just one roll for however many times you're going to toss things. So if you guys are going to try to sneak past, you each have to make a, a stealth check. Against what difficulty? It can be a hard stealth check. And you do get two right. dice for it. So that three purple or four? Three purple, yes. And then we get a blue die as well? Yep. Okay. That's going to be fun. And let's roll that beautiful bean footage. Two success. Straight wash. Perfect. One success, three threats. Three successes. Four threats. Perfect. All right. As you guys are trying to sneak around, I'm going to combine the threats in one of these little dark side points and flip it over. What you didn't notice is there was another three that were sitting there waiting to ambush the three that you were trying to sneak past. (laughs) Currently, you're in between these three. Who has the highest vigilance score? Got one yellow, one green. Two green. One yellow, one green. I have one yellow, two green. It's going to be Deos. So I need to roll that. That's me rolling an opposed check against you. Oh, gotcha. 
they had snuck into a position, the second pack. So you are literally stuck in between the two of them. The second pack sees you and begins to howl. And the first pack, of course, hears that and they begin howling. I'm the worst. I'm so sorry. <laughs> All right. It was more of a failed stealth like- check. It has not, and it has nothing to do with the fact I read this wrong. But it was supposed to be two packs to begin with, but it worked out. I like how this played out better. <laughs> yep. So we're going to drop back into another uh, initiative. Again, vigilance this time. Vigilance. vigilance. And, it's going to probably be vigilance because I don't think you guys were necessarily. Well, yes and no. I could see where, as you're sneaking past these wolves, you would potentially be expecting a fight. Knowing the success you've had with being stealthy and sneaky so far. I think I thought I was being super sneaky, especially okay. with throwing that dead guy. So I'm rolling vigilance. Perfect. And you, you'd roll vigilance. I think if it was just the one pack, it, I, mm-hmm. I would say more uh, cool. But the the second pack com- was a complete surprise. So yeah. I, um... yeah, Same here. Uh, I got two successes, one advantage. Okay. One success. One success, one advantage. Two successes, three advantages. So now we have one light side and three dark side for the pool? Correct. Okay. So how many creatures in total are bearing down on us? There are six. This introduces a new mechanic. Just to explain to you guys, these are what's called a minion group. So each little pack of three will operate together. So as they attack, they will attack as one. Uh, Basically, their skills are increased with the more that are alive. As you kill them, their skills go down and they have more difficult time killing you guys. They do share a, a single wound pool. Um, and as you hit those wounds, you knock one off. So, for example, their wound threshold is a five. Every time you do five damage to the group, one of them falls off the group. Uh, if you do a critical injury to them, it automatically takes out one of them. Then the damage is applied. So, for example, if you did eight damage and a critical hit, one of the minions drops off, then you do eight damage to the other two. So in this example, five would kill one, three would carry over to the last one. It'll work out as we play through it. Hopefully it'll make better sense. Uh, so we have the first PC. So you've got three coming on one side of you, three coming on the other. They're all growling and snapping their teeth, drooling as they see a new meal. Who would like to go first? I nominate Kaviri with the big rifle. Works for me. What's my uh, rolling, rolling against here? Uh, they are in short range, so it's just one purple die. All right. Wow. Okay. So I have one success, one triumph, and five advantages. Okay. So nice. the triumph you can use to either upgrade somebody else's die. So, for example, if somebody was rolling three green, they could increase one of those green dice to a yellow die giving them more chances of success. You could use the triumph to kick in a critical or well, you could do something I have really cool. Advantages to do a critical anyway. Fair enough. So I'll do the 11 points of damage and a critical, and then I'll bump up whoever the next person to go is. So a green to a yellow. And with that, you can actually, if you want, you can choose the person or you can say the next person either way. I'll just say whoever wants to go next, but I'm going to say that Kiara wasn't really ready any of my my blaster rifles more for long range so what happens i actually got startled dropped my weapon and it fired at my feet and that was the hit perfect (laughs) so with the critical hit you take out one of the ice wolves automatically but how much damage did you do after that 
11. Minus their soak is seven. So two of these ice wolves are taken out. Would you like to describe how they're taken out? I know you drop the rifle, but does it hit both of them? Does it knock something over on them? Yeah, I think it is like it, I drop it and it just goes like right. The one's snarling and like jumping at us and it goes right through its open mouth, through the top of its head and into the body of the one behind it. Perfect. One of the groups, uh, the group that still has three is leaping towards you. Who actually failed their stealth roll? I forget. Mine was a straight wash. Okay, so that's technically as a failure then. So the three are leaping towards you, which may be why you dropped the rifle. Makes sense. Two successes and one advantage. Damage with their teeth as he jumps up and clamps onto you. Uh, they all snap their teeth. Uh, you take six damage. Uh, so they have uh, their teeth actually pierce through your soak a little bit. They have a quality called pierce. So it'll reduce your soak by one. All right. That means I take four damage total. Uh, next PC. You now have three of these ice wolves snapping at... Kavari and one that's still working his way down to you guys. I can, I'll step in um, and bring out my lightsaber and, uh, and swing at the pack that's attacking uh, Kavari. Don't forget you get to upgrade one of your green dice. Okay. And go ahead and roll your two purple for attacking in hand to hand or melee, however you want to call it. All right. So I had three yellow dice and two purple dice. It complete washed. Awesome. So your lightsaber hits the snow and sizzles next to one of them as it quickly jumps out of the way. The one wolf that is left, he is jumping directly at uh, Deo. I'm assuming I picture Deo as like leading the, the group here, almost chest out. Yeah. So he is jumping at you. He fails, but he gets three advantages. So, Dale, on your next attack, you're going to add a, a setback die, one of those black dice to your attack as you're trying to dodge this wolf's claws and teeth as it's trying to rake at you and snapping its jaws at you. Uh, next PC, who'd like to go next? Tress will go. Um, so I got wounded, um, and I have two stem packs. What kind of... Uh... Uh, Action maneuver is use a stem pack on yourself. I use a maneuver to heal four wounds on any living creature, it says. Uh, I'd like to do that on myself. Perfect. You pull it out and you we hear the sound of the stem pack injecting its chemicals into you. Are there any of these ice wolves near me now? Uh, yeah, they're all they're right all next to us. you. Yep. With my lightsaber, uh, I'd like to uh, attack the nearest one. Okay, the solo one, or there's the still the little group of three. Which direction are you going to go? Let's try to take out the solo one. Okay. Let's see, I've already spent a maneuver for healing. Can I spend a second maneuver? You can. You just take two strain, two strain. to do that. Okay, mark that down, because uh, I want to aim with my lightsaber. I assume I can do that? You can. As odd as it sounds, yes, you can aim to attack with any weapon. And just two purple for difficulty, correct? Correct. Uh, three success and two threat. Uh, lightsaber does six damage base. So nine damage breach. Perfect. All right. Uh, describe how it ends its existence. 
I, I picture uh, I just do a diagonal slash and it connects into its shoulder and goes out the other shoulder. Perfect. Clean cut through. Deo, it's your turn. So one pack is completely down. The other Correct. pack of three is still up. Yep. They're the ones that are all currently snapping at you. Okay. So I would like to... Oh, I'm sorry. They're not snapping at you. They were snapping at uh, Kavari. Doesn't matter. They're right there next to you. Okay. Can I try to use the force to like yank icicles up underneath them to attack them? Technically, that's a higher force power is throwing something at an enemy. Cool. So I won't do that. <laughs> uh, not, I know what that is. It's not in here at all, but I know that's there's there's right. another ability. Okay. So I like the idea though. So I'll just take a whack at one of them then. All right. Two purple. And okay, my melee is three green, two purple, and I have a setback die. One advantage. Okay. Would you like that advantage to be? I can use an advantage to recover two strain. strain. Uh, one for one. Uh, that's not really worth it. Um, okay, so can I... I can use that to give a blue die to someone who goes next. Yep. So Absolutely. what I'll say is I'm, I, I swing with my walking stick, but I miss. Instead, I hit the ice, and some of the ice shards spray out in the air, and it distracts the wolves for a second. So someone Excellent. can take advantage of that that distraction. Excellent. Uh, back at the top, then. Who would like to go first? I can go again. Perfect. I will um, reach down to, to pick up my weapon, turn, because I, I think the ones I was shooting are the ones that are all dead. So I'll snap, turn around, and fire at the ones that Deo was dealing with, which means I should get a blue. Yep. And let me check one thing. Is it still three purple? Uh, nope. You're in short range, so it's only one. I don't know if the rule is covered in here, but we're going to use it anyways. Uh, anytime you're shooting into melee, you upgrade the difficulty one time. Uh, that represents you trying not to hit your uh, teammates. Fair so enough. Purple will become a red. And if you roll a despair, then that means you probably will nick one of your teammates or something else fun. Either way. Uh, three successes and three advantages. Is that enough for a critical? Yep. So one goes. That's 12 damage and a critical. Two more fall to the might of Kaveri's rifle. So this, far, one on, this time on purpose. That's even better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so far, the MVP of uh, gear with your group. So two more fall. Uh, the last one, he is going to, uh, he's going to attack. For some reason, he likes Deo. I have... No successes and one advantage. So the next person that gets to attack gets a black die. So who would like to go next? Is this poor frenzied wolf has been singed from the last blaster fire is still stark raving, hungry, snapping at you. Cinematically, do you want to take it, uh, Dio? Yeah. Yeah, I can take a swing. And you said I still had a setback dice on this one, right? Yep, because he rolled an advantage. Three successes, two threats, and that'd be eight damage. That's enough. Describe how what your walking stick does to this poor wolf. Uh, Kavari's blaster shot kind of singed it a little bit. It, it turned away, and that opened its, itself up 
to just a perfect strike and I bring my walking stick down and I crack its jaw and it just collapses. All the wolves have been defeated. You are entering the large area in front of the temple. It's one of the only areas that doesn't currently have snow and ice covering it. It seems to be one of the only areas that the sunlight is actually melting all the snow away and keeping it nice and dry for you. Nice. Approaching the main entrance, you hear a strangled scream from within the temple. A heathen Romand is still alive. Peering within, you see a small antechamber that opens to a few side chambers, to the one to the left, one to the right, and it widens into a large assembly hall deeper in. Roman lies against a pillar within the assembly hall, another mercenary standing over her with a blaster. You hear shouting and screaming from the chamber to the right. Nothing, the voice cries. The archive is empty, just a bunch of useless scrolls and tablets. Where is the holocron? A red-skinned figure with two sharp horns on his forehead. A Deveronian strives into view and points a wicked serrated sword at Romand. Tell me, or I will skin you alive. Then the Deveronian turns and stalks back into the archive. From which you hear more screams and crashing. He seems unhinged, and waves of anger, fear, and hatred boil off him, permeating the temple. No one seems to have noticed you yet. What would you like to do? All that you see right now is one of those mercenaries standing there, and you can hear all the crashing to the side. And Ramond is tied to a pillar or something? Yep. Looking rather beat up and ex- almost ex- exhausted. Perhaps I don't suppose the gatekeepers got any input right now, do they? Quiet. Uh, you, funny enough, you should ask that. As you think that thought, the gatekeeper appears. A holocron is a store of knowledge of force created by the Jedi. I am the gatekeeper of my holocron, and its responsibility is mine to keep its knowledge and contents from the unworthy. Malfax is clearly unworthy, and so I've hidden the holocron from him. You may yet prove yourself worthy, in which case I will reveal it to you, but not until the dark side is completely purged from my temple. Do we all hear this? Yes. All right, let's go. All right. I'm going to... How are you approaching the temple? I'm going to run in and hit that guy. Keep it going. It's worked so far. Keep the formality of even attempting to be like stealthy or lie. You're just going to walk up and punch him? Yep. Gotcha. Rash is just getting ready to suggest stealth and you take off running. (laughs) I'm just going to run in with my stick and hit him. All right. You're not even trying to be stealthy. You're just nope. running forward. Go ahead, yep. Chris. So what were you going to say? Can I use a stim pack before like, he run, uh, runs in? Yeah, yeah I did want to <laughs> ask about sure. healing. Yeah, that oh, was... yep. Currently, uh, the only rules we have in the system are the stim packs. So before you go into the temple, if you want, you can hit yourself with a stim pack. Uh, it says four, four wounds healed. Cool. If you, have any, cool. if you have any strain, um, you heal your... Uh, I think it was willpower or your cool, whichever was higher. I'm sorry, it was your presence or your your cool, whichever was a higher score. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Deo does Roger, not hear Roger. himself for the record. All right. Uh, Deo, you, you run forward. You roll a vigilance check because you're not being stealthy. 
doesn't matter. He's very focused on Romond right now. You get the drop on him. Run forward and make the hit, and then we'll roll initiative. All right, so I roll my three green for melee. Against two purple, yep. One advantage and two failures. <laughs> Perfect. What would you like the advantage to be? <laughs> the advantage is this guy's distracted for a second with me, who he's going to murder. All right. Perfect. So he's got a black die then. All right. So we'll go ahead and roll initiative. Going to take a wild stab that you guys were expecting combat. Yes. So go ahead and roll your cool. Two success, two advantage. Same for me. One success, three advantages. One success, four advantages. <laughs> Showed you up. <laughs> All right. Uh, PC's turn. Who would like to go first? Currently, it's just Deo and this mercenary standing there in front of Roman. The rest of you, I'm assuming, are following in. Deo makes uh, narrative sense to me. Yeah, I can keep I it I would off. stay near the door since I have sort of a ranged weapon, but I'm still going to come inside. Okay, perfect. Who'd like to go first then? I mean, I can keep the fight going since I ran in. Sure. Swing away. All right. So three green and two purple. Yes. One success. That's it. So six damage. You smack him with your walking stick. Take that. Uh, It is his turn. He spins. Uh, You're right there. He actually has a a vibro knife in his hand. And he is going to attempt to stab you with the vibro knife. He had a triumph with two successes. But three threats. We'll deal with the triumph first. So you're going to take... Actually, I'm going to use the triumph. He's going to pass it on to his boss, Malfax there. And the total damage with the vibro knife is five. And he has pierce two, so minus your soak by two. Next PC. I will rush rush forward, um, drawing my lightsaber um, as I go go to attack the mercenary attacking uh, Deo. Okay. Um, Two successes, two threats. All right. What is your damage? Eight damage. That's with the lightsaber, correct? Yes. All right. That is enough. Take him out. Go ahead and describe that, please. Sorinda just kind of tries to seize Deo, get uh, stabbed with the vibro knife, and kind of focuses on uh, disarming the mercenary and ends up doing it in both terms perfect perfect uh next pc so do we have any enemies currently currently nope malfax is in the other room if you want to take a maneuver you could look into the room and see what he's doing you want to go first trust you want me to uh i'll go if you don't mind um, go for it i'd like to with lightsaber lit uh run into the room take a quick uh gander at romans and see if she's restrained or something and i'd like to get her out of those restraints if i can okay take your lightsaber and cut through the binders that are keeping her held to this pillar she's barely conscious looks like she's been uh here for a while with you know no food no water being uh coerced to tell the secrets of the temple but she has held her discipline in check and not told him anything which is why he is in a frenzy throwing things everywhere do i think uh using my last stim pack on her will uh, significantly help her in her condition. Yep, definitely revives her a bit. I'll do that. 
right. Kavari, it's your, your turn. What would you like to do? So I'm going to move into that um, adjacent room to see if I can see Malifax um, and see if I can see what they are doing and then potentially shoot them in the back because that's the American way. Yep. Uh, as you enter the big antechamber, he was off to the side in the archive room. Uh, he currently has turned with that sword in hand and he's been heading towards the room where he hears blaster fire and lightsabers and his minion get slaughtered. All right, then I will shoot. Uh, you currently are in medium range, so two purple. One success. So that would be 10 damage on the soak. Takes the shot uh, to the torso and smiles this toothy, sharp, pointed teeth he grin at you and charges forward. He is going to raise that Sith ancient sword of his and try to hit you with it. That's not cool. Only person that's hit him so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the good news is I didn't roll enough advantages to kick in a critical. That is good news. But I did roll three successes. Mm-hmm. So uh, his sword cuts deep into you. Uh, you're going to take eight damage. And his sword has pierced two, so it's going to ignore two points of your soak. Mm-hmm. And as the sword bites into you, you, you see his face light up with some enjoyment. Mm-hmm. And he seems almost a little invigorated by the attack. I'm going to oh, say, as I'm spitting up blood, just you wait. I'm going to drop my weapon next turn. <laughs> All right, uh, back to the top. Who would like to go first? So I would like to rush over. You said this was a, a Devronian, right? Yes. So he's kind uh, of a bigger guy. Yeah, and I guess I should have described that. For those that aren't Star Wars fans, uh, Devronians are usually very red-skinned. They have two horns that come out of the top of their head. Uh, think almost kind of uh, depictions of how people draw devils. Yeah, they, he looks like Satan. Yes. Basically, yeah. Yes, with, like I said, pointed teeth. He was in the Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah. Yes, they had one. Um, but yes, he is there. This nice big sword in his hand that's currently ble- dripping blood. So I want to run. I want to try to jump on his back and get my staff around his throat and then throw my weight backwards. Okay, perfect. Uh, you're going to make a brawl check. This is going to be an opposed check against his brawl. Okay. His brawl is going to be a red and two purple. Woo! And then whatever your <laughs> brawl check is. It's only three green. I've seen worse hit. Three advantages. Perfect. Well, what would you like those advantages to be? So is it a one for one for blue die or... Um, if you want to give the next person one, it's one. If you want to give uh, assign it to a specific person, it's two. I don't usually say you can just stack all three up on the next person. Okay. So I will. I want to give the next person who attacks him the advantage because okay. I'm. I threw him at least off balance enough so he's open mm-hmm. up for an attack. You can also give him black dice. So every two advantages gives him one black die, which just makes it harder for him to do anything. So could I do like one blue for us and then use the other two to give him a black? Yep, for sure. Then that's what I will do. Excellent. Luckily, it is his turn and you are on his back. He's not happy. So he is going to take that sword and try to stab it over his shoulder and try to stab at you. That's awkward for him, but he's going to try to make it work. You know, I, I really thought he would just like fall backwards on the ground and smush me. So this is probably better. <laughs> 
Maybe. Or slam you through a, into a pillar. Yes. I'm going to flip over one of these dark side points and upgrade Yay! one of his dice. <laughs> yeah. Which That's exactly gives you guys... Remember, you guys now have two light side points you can use. Mm -hmm. uh, so he has three successes and two advantages. Uh, the nice thing for him is two advantages is a critical. Mm -hmm. So you take the extra damage from that. Uh, so you're going to take a total of seven damage. He does have the pierce two, so that ignores two points of your soak. And the first critical hit just means you suffer two strain. So I take both two strain and seven minus my soak, which is also two less. Correct. I know that's confusing. I wish pierce was just worded as you get plus two damage. because That's basically what it is. Next PC, who would like to go next? Uh, <laughs> that was me doing math about my strain. <laughs> oh, I'm guessing it's not very good. It's very low. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. I will run run into the room to try to uh, try to divert focus on Deo and just kind of uh swing my lightsaber to try to try to knock his sword away. Okay. Are you targeting his sword or are you targeting him? Let's go with the sword. Okay. And of course they don't have rules for I, disarm, so roll the hit. Yeah. All right. And I would like to use a light side point to upgrade my die. Fair enough. That's just a two purple. And in my mind, you still have a uh, backpack in your way, so to speak, of Deo. So go ahead and throw a black die in for the fact that you're trying not to hit him as well. Unless you don't want to avoid him. If you're okay. <laughs> no, I, I will happily take the black die. All right. And then also a blue die from, from Deo? Correct. All right. Let's see how this goes. Two successes, one triumph, and two threats. Perfect. So damage-wise, that's going to be eight. And then... Uh, you had two threats, you said? Two threats. I'll go ahead and take two strain. Yeah. Is the, the, the feeling of the dark force that comes off of him is shaking you a little bit. You're not questioning no. your life decisions yet, but... It is a little nerve-wracking. Very intimidating, uh, uh, height-wise. Right. Get in on this, Trust. Sure, I'll uh, follow Serena's uh, example and uh, try to get on the other side of him. And um, yeah, I think I'd like to try to disarm him as well. Okay. Um, they don't cover disarm in here, so we'll just make a normal attack and we'll do some damage. Two purple, right? Two purple and a black. And a black. For the backpack. One success, one advantage. Perfect. What is your damage? Base is six, so seven damage. Breach one. As Tarras cuts through, Dale, you're, you're struggling hard against Malfax, and all of a sudden you something just hits you hard in the chest, and you kind of shake your head a little bit and realize you're laying on top of a limp corpse sitting on the floor. Another Saturday night, am I right? <laughs> I've woken up like this before. Yeah. Uh, uh, what just happened? Are we okay? Yeah, we're, we're okay. I've just... been better. I think this is my spleen. Oh, Maybe oh this one is. I have one of these. I have one of these. Wham! <laughs> just hit you really hard with this impact. <laughs> Whack. Cover four. I'm not halfway to dead now. That's good. That, that's an improvement. Yeah, you're feeling much better. Yeah. What about I'm feeling better? What about Ramond? Is she okay? Uh, you turn and look, and Ramond is slowly standing up and 
She smiles and just says, my friends, I was so worried that my message would not reach you. I had only moments when Malefax took me. I've never been happy to see you all in my life. She slowly struggles to get to her feet, clearly damaged by her ordeal, but is still smiling. And I'm so glad that this has brought you all together. I think this could be a grand opportunity for you to learn from each other and from this temple. I believe its secrets have yet to be uncovered. As she says that, the gatekeeper appears. You are quite right. We all look at each other. Cool. Who wants Chinese? I'm definitely hungry. Ah, me. Man, me too. Um, The gatekeeper says, you have proven yourselves worthy. I will open the secrets to the temple to you all. And there's some hidden doors that open up, and you find several different ancient uh, Jedi artifacts in here, some scrolls, some different text. And eventually, as you guys go through stuff, you do find a holocron in the back. Russ is very excited about being able to read the scrolls and any other reading material here. The gatekeeper bows to you all and says, it is yours. Your next test is to figure out the secrets to unlock it. I am but the first gate you need to pass. And then his image vanishes. Roman says, we must go someplace safe. And preferably, she looks around. Warmer? Warmer, yes. Definitely. Yes, please. We see the group of you lead you, your mentor down the trail. You see that the animals. The bodies, the yeah. leg. Yeah. <laughs> Start throwing those off in the gorge. Yeah, you know, right, right, as there, about. right as we get up some of the bodies. Oh, look at that mountain over there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, look at that. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't do that. It's like some sort of savage animal attack happened here. Weird. Yeah. Uh, you notice that the animals are beginning to return to normal animal-like behavior. Um, any hunters you might cross are no longer aggressive towards you, uh, and you make it back to your ship. Pew. Off to hyperspace you go. And then credits roll. And a certain song plays that we can't talk about. Yeah. Yep. And at the end of the credits, Sam Jackson shows... No, that's a different franchise. Yeah. <laughs> it's Mace Windu. <laughs> Oh, that's where my arm went. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening to the RPG Academy podcast. We do this show out of love for the hobby and the desire to be ambassadors, welcoming more people into this community. All of our website content will always be free to use and utilize. But there are expenses related to the show. And if you enjoy what we do here, then please consider supporting us in some way. You can do so as simply as rating or reviewing us on iTunes or your podcatcher of choice. If you're going to purchase anything through Amazon or DriveThruRPG, consider using our affiliate links first, and then we'll get a small percentage sent back to us. You can do a single direct donation through PayPal using the paypal.me slash the RPG Academy, or consider joining our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash the RPG Academy. And for a donation as low as $1 a month, you'll get access to lots of extra goodies, including bonus minisodes, invites to monthly one-shot games, one-sheet adventures, and more. Please consider following us on Twitter and Facebook, or join our Discord, where we like to try to keep the conversation going with our fans as best we can, and are always looking to talk and chat more. Or do none of that. 
just continue to listen and enjoy our show. Because honestly, that's enough. Thanks. And remember, if you're having fun, you're doing it right. We'll see you next time. The music used for our intro and outro is Fly a Kite by Spectacular Sound Productions, used under the Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike License.